Welcome to the CFO South Africa podcast, which invites finance professionals who are constantly on the move to tune into the hottest topics in the finance industry. Today, CFO South Africa Managing Editor, Kaylin Foree, is joined by Sage African Middle East Vice President of Medium Business, Gerard Hartman, and AW Cape Group Director of Business Development, Jeff Ryan, who will reveal how cloud fits into the CFO strategy. Sage is the global market leader for technology that provides small and medium businesses with the visibility, flexibility and efficiency to manage finances, operations and people. Sage is trusted by millions of customers worldwide to deliver the best cloud technology and support. AW Cape provides professional business systems, primarily cloud-based solutions, by effective deployment of Sage Intact, Sage 300 Cloud, Sage 300 People, HR and Payroll. In a recent study into the CFO of the future, the CFO 3.0, Sage revealed that 72% of large businesses operate in the cloud. 77% of businesses use cloud-based solutions for financial management. And over 80% say cloud technologies help to create more agile and cost-effective in-house finance functions. Due to the pandemic, Gerard and Jeff are joining us remotely. Welcome, guys. Pleasure being with us. Thank you. Great. Let's get started. So, according to the research, 89% of senior financial decision makers say financial management technology is key to their success. Gerard, how does cloud computing contribute to this success? Thank you, Kaylin, and thank you for having us today. And yes, I mean, the success for cloud computing and adding to that, I think very important, is CFOs has been warming up and changing the way they think about technology. They want to use technology to make better, faster, more accurate decisions. And also not just thinking about how the technology can add value, but they also want to bring in the technology to help them streamline processes, operations, and their value chain. I think also very importantly is cloud products are making it very easier for companies to to connect, to make faster decisions, to be more agile, and at the end of the day, to, to make the correct business decisions and obviously making sure that they, that they um, I want to say, stay competitive out there. I mean, with, with cloud technology, with the whole um, adoption of cloud technology, what we're seeing is we're really seeing that, that the business are evolving and, and where businesses are adapting a lot faster to the technology in the longer run, we also saw that they are, they are ahead of the curve. And very important, I think, part of the success is it doesn't matter when you start, but you need to put down, how do I want to transform my business? How do I want to evolve to become a business in the new era? Of, of, of cloud technology and making that shift. And as I said earlier on, businesses that started earlier with adopting technology are ahead of the curve, but it's never too late to start. And this part of the technology at the end of the day is to, to help the businesses to be more agile and to grow. And at the end of the day, all the businesses wants to be more, I want to say, profitable. They want to have insights into their operations they want to make sure they make the better decisions. And part of that is also then better service at the end of the day to the end customer. 
I'm spot on there. I think one of the points that I'd make it and focus on is the fact that the insights that technology is allowing business to have is giving them so much more opportunity. 86% of finance professionals say financial management technologies help their businesses to discover new opportunities. Jeff, what are some of the new opportunities you see coming into the finance industry because of technology? Well, Karen, a lot of what we're seeing at, at clients at the moment is the opportunities that are coming about as a result of technology are very specific to them. Although there's a general teams of, of AI, machine learning, uh, blockchain, detailed reporting that is coming about, a lot of the, the opportunities are coming from business using technologies in new markets or outsourcing non-core functions, new geographies, or even just venturing into something completely di- different as a, as a business line. But I think the important thing that we're seeing is that technology is actually enabling these new opportunities in two ways. So firstly, through automation and and standardization, what we're seeing is that technology is delivered on productivity improvements and cost savings. Now, these productivity improvements have translated into more time available to key decision makers to actually identify new opportunities. And then the cost savings have enabled CFOs to actually act upon these opportunities. Um, it's no point in actually seeing something and not being having, having the resources to to enable you to take advantage of that. And then secondly, what we've also seen, and Gerard alluded to this, is what technology has done from a, a reporting and insights perspective is just made the data much easier to get hold of and more seamless across systems and more meaningful to make a difference in terms of where you would like to go as a business. Um, although the AI machine learning is commonplace in, in some of the businesses we're talking about, even a well-designed dashboard or the ability to deep dive into a financial statement is letting the finance department and other areas of the business get uncover really great opportunities for them to grow. And can you tell us about a client that's taken advantage of one of these opportunities? We've recently implemented um, Say 300 Cloud at Anchor Industries, and it's a great success story where um, they've grown very quickly and they've outgrown their account, previous accounting package. Um, and what they'd actually were experiencing is is really bad data corruption issues, and they also had pretty bad um, inventory controls, um, and they were you know processing thousands of transactions every month. Um, and as soon as we implemented Sage 300 Cloud, the benefits were immediate. Um, the, the the improved stock control translated into cost savings by having less stock on hand for worse performing um, product lines, and it also gave them better insights into their order cycles. Um, which translated into better discounts with suppliers and also reevaluating the suppliers they had in the in the first place um, and in terms of importing exports to take advantage of exchange rate controls as well. On the data side, um, besides obviously from the stock level and the, and the insights they were getting there, the reporting function had a lot of um, manual processes using Excel. And by automating a lot of these processes and in, integrating with other systems, we enabled them with custom reporting to give all the managers a clear view of what was happening in their branch of department. And what this did was allow them to make quicker, better decision-making and has led to new opportunities to the group. And much to Gerard's point, it's also made a much better experience for customers in terms of turnaround times. To add to, to what we've just discussed, I mean, very importantly, we spoke about or an example of a specific customer in a specific industry. But what we've also seen is, again, back to back to all the different points we've mentioned on reporting and value chain and improving your your um, supply chain and specific reporting that that companies needs to make better decisions but it's not just i want to say group to 
to a specific industry. We actually see it across the board. So whether you may be in a in manufacturing or you in a professional services business or you're in healthcare, just to call out a few verticals, um, we see that it's happening throughout. Um, and I think that's the beauty is, is as, as Jeff said, um, there's many success stories at the end of the day. And I think that's, that's the power behind, especially when finance leaders, finance professionals, CFOs, there's a lot of bodies where they get together on a regular basis and they um, share successes. And that's what we're hearing as well is across the board that coming into play is the successes of companies that adopted technology. Uh, companies that adopted technology, um, as I said, a couple of years ago, but it's it's keep on evolving. It's never static because your business and your business processes and the way you manage um, your workforce, etc., that changes consistently. And I think the beauty with with when you adapt financial management technology is, is you take a longer view on it. And by taking a longer view on it, you, you want to create a, a long-term sustainability plan for your organization. And that's, again, um, very important when you start looking at these successes and how do you adapt and how do you look at adapting or bringing um, technology into your business. As the custodians of cybersecurity and data privacy and guardians against fraud, finance professionals said that these cloud-based technologies also help them uncover new risks. Gerard, what are some of the risks you've seen emerging in the finance industry? So I think very importantly to this, to the point that you, you just made regarding risks, I mean, that is one of the biggest areas of concern for financial leaders and to look at how can they manage that risk better. Now, again, if you've identified the risk, um, you can you can easily, I mean, as a finance leader in that organization, you always had a responsibility of, let's say, risk management. Um, but also with growing uncertainty in markets, in our economy, again, it highlights a very important role for risk management. And by having the correct tools, analytical tools, by planning and looking specifically at your at your processes that you put down. Um, and again, it comes down to having having a adaptable, easy, flexible software that you can that you can change to adapt to this constant environment. Uh, we said earlier on that by identifying risk, you want to get solutions by it or identify solutions to manage this risk. By identifying solutions to manage the risk, at the end of the day, you need to be able to, to really adapt your technology and your software consistently as your business change. Um, also, I think what's, what's very important here, it's not just about the risk management, but the entire portfolio of how the CFO and let's call it the CIO, start working together to say, listen, I need X. How can you help me to achieve this? And again, putting down a, a long-term plan, a plan to say, do we have technology that we know is geared for solving problems we haven't think of as yet? And, and that relationship just growing between the CFO and the CIO 
And at the end of the day, both of them being senior leaders or leaders in the organization would like to would like to take a, a long view on on the technology they put in place to make sure that it it keeps up with the changing trends in their business. What are some of the steps CFOs can implement to mitigate against these risks? And how do emerging technologies decrease risks? So I think very importantly, obviously, they want to look at what happened in the past. So let's say measure past performance to then also look into the future to be able to do analysis, trending, etc. Um, very importantly, they need to they need to sit down and decide. Listen, what is our vision for our business? How do you want to how do you want to start? What's the plan we want to put in place? How do we want to forecast on that plan? Um, obviously, as I said, business is changing, but but what is our strategic direction we want to take? Um, if we look at uh, a few ways to look at your organization and how you manage it is to set out, let's look at what are the KPIs we want to achieve with our strategic direction. Uh, we also want to to make sure that whatever decision we make, it's the right decision in the long run. Um, creating diverse teams to be able to, again, once you've set down the strategy, to make sure that it's executable. Um, I think that's, that's very important to have these teams working in the background to make sure the objectives are are achieved. And then I think very importantly, there always need to be a link between the technology, the processes and the importance and the strategy of the business, as well as then the people that's involved in this project or strategic direction of the company. And those need to be interlinked consistently. Because if there's a if you don't have the buy-in to take it forward, you're going to fail. If you don't have the right technology, you're going to fail. Or if you don't keep your processes um, agile and up to date, you're going to fail. So for me, that's like the triangle we need to make sure we keep intact at the end of the day. And again, then lastly, having those analytical tools that Jeff mentioned it, those AI um, reporting in the background, the data to, to really take the business forward and make the right decisions. Yeah, so it's just further to Jared saying, I think the, the CFO and CIO's jobs actually become a little bit easier with cloud-based technology. Um, effectively, what you've done is you, you've outsourced your, your cybersecurity and IT um, infrastructure. Um, as a result, that you don't have to worry about um, things that used to be a, a real bugbear uh, for internal IT departments. And because you've got economies of scales, um, your your provider is generally going to do a better job than you at a lot lower cost than you would have done previously. So overall, you're actually making cost savings as well as getting uh, better cybersecurity um, by moving to cloud-based systems. 83% of the surveyed CFOs said they are using cloud technologies to create more agile and cost-effective in-house finance functions. And 82% have uncovered efficiencies and optimized operations using these technologies. Jeff, what are the benefits of using cloud technologies to take away the mundane finance tasks CFOs have to deal with? Yeah, I think the, the biggest changes technology have enabled in finance is the automation and, and standardization of processes. 
Uh, I think, you know, Excel is, all, is still heavily in use, um, but most businesses now have some sort of automated month-end and year-end close, uh, close process. And I, I think in particular, the, the integration between your financial systems and other source systems has made the, the reconciliations and, and month-end a lot more easy and seamless. Um, in particular, we just had a client, uh, Isilunko, who we implemented Sales 300 for, and they already had an existing um, Sales 300 people system. Now, the ability for two systems to talk to each other, particularly a finance system, a payroll system, gives um, a lot of synergies in terms of cost savings, more accurate cost reporting, and, and the ability to do better integrated budget and planning. And if you take, for example, your finance system and CRM integrations, it also gives you an advantage for having one overall view for customer um, and having a, a different way of reporting about it. So it's not just either financial information around the customer. You're also going to have a lot more around, say, for example, the CRM system, their social media interactions. And you might get a, a very quick idea of how your customers are feeling and how they're paying um, as, a, as a link between the two data sets. Yeah, Jeff touched on a very important point, and he talked about integrations, um, integrations between various systems. And I think there, it's it's probably one of the most important things is to make sure that when you look at technology, and let's say you have existing technology and you want to add on, or you bring your new systems into your organization, how do you how do you manage this? How do you get them to talk to one another? Because at the end of the day, you want one solution, one platform that's integrated into multiple areas of your organization. And by getting that integration layer 100% sorted out, you're going, to be, you're going to be able to pull data from whatever system you're using in your organization and have a single view. And, and at the end of the day, once you have a single view, you know that is the truth. And then again, you can build your, your strategy around how do we make the business better? How do we evolve the business for the future? Harad, do you have any advice for CFOs who are looking to move to a cloud-based solution? Yes, no, always. I think the more advice we give, the better. Um, very importantly, I think the top five tips if I can call them tips or advice, I would like to, to give to, to CFOs and finance leaders are to understand, first of all, to understand what kind of automation you need in your business. Um, to start that automation in the right department, so where you see you've got a, a real big need for analytics or data um, collections, et cetera, in those departments. So that's the second one. The third one, to ask, does this automation I want to put in place actually make economic sense? Will I get my return on my investment I'm making? And then fourth, very important, is I need to get management buy-in. I need to make sure that management is um, ready to take the step. And then number five is once I've made my decision, I've um, looked at where I need to automate, is then to execute and to, to get that benefit at the end of the day on the investment that I made. Jeff, do you have any advice for CFOs who are trying to make the business case for a cloud-based system? 
Yeah, so Kenny, I think you know, COVID has has really changed the the landscape for many businesses, and and this conversation uh, with the board is is actually been fast tracked from not getting authorization for a cloud-based system to which cloud-based system. Um, a lot of businesses that we've been consulting with, and we've actually had a spike in demand over the last few months um, for businesses to move their system into a cloud environment, whether it's a hosted one or, or actually getting a cloud system. Um, and and that so that conversation has actually got a little bit easier with the, with the executives. But if the, the same points that were before COVID still stand, and I, I think you know, Clara talked to that, is, is to understand what the return on investment would be. Um, and that's always clear in any business case we'd have to put forward. And I kind of alluded to it before, but the, the savings from an IT infrastructure and from a cybersecurity are, are massive. So there's a cost savings straight away. It's also just a simplicity um, in terms of architecture um, and how, how things are managed going forward. Um, there's also scalability. Um, there's obviously, uh, I think, once you've, you've decided to go to a cloud-based environment, it's, it's then a discussion around which cloud-based provider um, fits best into your environment. And I, I think, you know, that the vendor choice becomes really important. Um, you know, partnerships um, are, are key in business. And I think, you know, choosing a provider that is effectively, let's say, in the financial management space going to be owning your financial data and effectively making sure that your business succeeds from a financial perspective, it's very important to look at their track record, uh, um, how other clients have utilized the system, what the support and maintenance is going to be like, and the security of your data in the cloud. Um, obviously, the, 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 the more advanced the technology, the, the, the quicker the benefits are going to be. Um, you know, we've seen some clients, uh, they, because of the automation, the process, and using latest technology, they've reduced their, their, their close by up to, you know, 70%, and that's a business case in itself. Um, but if it was down to, you know, return on investment, some of these, these systems give their payback in six months just because it's on a monthly subscription and you're moving from a CapEx basis to an OpEx basis. And I think that's, a, you know, a really uh, a big part of why people want to move to cloud. Uh, you don't have heavy investments. You don't have to wait a year for upgrades. Um, and you see your results straight away. And I think that's a win-win for everyone. Thanks, Jeff and Harald, for the insights into how technology is creating new opportunities for the finance industry. It's really interesting that technology has changed the mandate of the CFO almost completely from someone who crunches the numbers to someone who is also taking care of cybersecurity. This brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you, Harald and Jeff, for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the CFO South Africa podcast, brought to you by Sage a global market leader for technology that provides small and medium businesses with the visibility, flexibility and efficiency to manage finances, operations and people. Sage is trusted by millions of customers worldwide to deliver the best cloud technology and support. For more information, visit www.sage.com.